In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. thought it would be fun to record some extra material that can be found only on our website so that loyal fans like yourself can enjoy some extra time with the broads of broads and books. Yes, because while we do love books to an almost crazy extent, we do. We are multifaceted. Yeah, we are. We are layered. And we're being so giving by sharing some of those layers with you. So freaking generous. I know. Let's be honest. Exactly. So for this extra, we thought a fun way to provide our listeners with some insight might be to use the book of questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. That's right. PhD. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know why that was necessary, but I loved it. This book is just... (laughs) Highbrow. Super highbrow. This book is just a whole bunch of random questions with no real connections, no real purpose, and it seemed like kind of the perfect fit for us. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we're going to do is each of us are just going to randomly open to a page, find a question, ask it. Neither of us has the knowledge of what is coming, Mm -hmm. so it could be real interesting. Yes. I yeah. imagine it's going to get weird. <laughs> so, do you want to go first? Yeah, Rachel? I'll open a random All right, page. let's do it. All right. Oh, and Podcat's here too. Oh, hi, Podcat's going to get involved. <laughs> this is a multi-question. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read all of them to you. Oh, great. Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time but oh, haven't? Oh, God. I hate Why haven't already. you? Is it better to have dreams that may never come to pass or to stick with those that can be readily achieved? I lost interest in this like at five seconds in. Okay. So wait, no, it's about dreams Mm -hmm. 
that I want to follow mm-hmm. that I haven't followed? Yes. Is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time but haven't? Oh, boy. Well, for a long time, I dreamed of writing, and I was not doing any writing. Mm. So that was a dream that was like, well, how am I going to achieve this if I don't actually do it? Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I am back on the path of writing. I'm feeling close to my dreams. One thing that would be fun that I've always thought of would be to have a bookstore, Erin. <sighs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Shared dream right there. Yeah. yeah. Terrible business decision right now. But right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, bookstores are moving up. They're getting more money. Are they? Right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. They're not. They're not. Let's say this. They're not going out of business as right. regularly as they were. Yeah. But I still think in terms of a moneymaker, it's a it's not there. uphill climb. Yeah. yeah. It's a bummer. And for me, it would be doubly bad because I would want to buy everything in addition. That's true. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I kind of hijacked your dream there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've established, uh, you know, that we're in this. And yes. so, mm-hmm. I mean, you would be my co-owner Obviously. of the bookstore. Yeah. And it would be called Broads and Books. Yep. You heard it here first. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Give me that book. All right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> Her face is real. I don't know how to read this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number 188. Oh, I like... Okay, thanks yeah. for the number. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would you make a substantial sacrifice to have any of the following? A, your picture on a postage stamp. B, your statue in a park. C, a college named after you. Or D, a Nobel Prize. Oh, man. Here are the... The options, but I have to make a substantial sacrifice you to do, get those? which it doesn't uh, define say what that, that is. right? I'm assuming it's murdering someone you care about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, all right, let's give it a range between murdering someone I care about because that's a no to all of them. Okay, a couple of things. One, postage stamp. I'm not making any sacrifice. One, dying industry. Right. Two. They just keep going up in price, which is antiquated and makes me very angry. Yes. Three, I don't want I don't want my picture on the back of something people lick and or stick <laughs> to something. So You don't want to be involved out. in any licking or sticking. No. Right. No, no, no. Um statue in a park, I kinda take the same angle. I think that they get peed on a lot. They do. And that a doesn't lot sound, of or pee. like disfigured in some way. Yeah. Like, ha, this you would is be funny. getting all sorts of graffiti. Yeah, that doesn't on seem... your privates. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A college named after me. I have no interest in that. No. I don't know what that would get. University me. of Aaron. Yeah, see, no one's going there. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible move for anyone. U of E, maybe. You could shorten it. That's true. Yeah. yeah, U of E. Yeah, but even then, no, no. I don't even know what you would use as a mascot or what you would put on sweatshirts. No. So that feels like a lot of work. Yeah. And as far as the Nobel Prize, I mean, I want to say that that sounds interesting <laughs> to me because it seems like I should Is be... it worth murder? No. Okay. No. No, I don't. And what would I get it in? A Nobel Prize in what? Astrophysics. <laughs> we clearly picked the one thing that we not even close. And we both went there. <laughs> Completely not achievable. Not exactly. like Nobel Prize literature. Nope. Astrophysics. Because that's possible. 
it's so possible. We're oh. very good at the numbers and the science. Is that what that is? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, okay, get us back on track, Erin. <laughs> okay. This is your house. Oh, I'm sorry. This is question... Zero seven eight. Good. That's also a good known as seventy eight. Because <laughs> I just the astrophysicist in me wanted to make sure that to the layperson you understood that it was question seven. Good. 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 Okay. Your house containing everything you own. This house right here. Yeah. That we're recording it right yeah. now. Yeah. Catches fire. Oh crap! After saving your family pets, you know, podcast living podcast is out yeah. safely. You have time for one final dash to save something of yours. Oh, boy. What do you save? Oh, crap. <laughs> Just looking around. Um, I, you know, it's funny. When you would ask this question, like, maybe 20 years ago, it would be like your photo album because you can't replace that. Right. But now, you know, you have everything on your phone. But there's still, because we've lived some years, mm-hmm. some photos that are not on the phone. Yeah. Photos would be something that would be vying for okay. me grabbing it. Mm-hmm. But Fail. Also- it's our podcast equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I forgot. The studio. The studio for sure. <laughs> Just kidding. Fine. We'll save your photo albums. Jeez. Wait, no. In this scenario, my arms are like go-go gadget arms. They're like, you know. Oh, Yes, yeah, okay. so they can all collect right. the podcast equipment, the photos, and all my books. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I yeah. like what you did yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, uh, question number 033. <laughs> also known as <laughs> Would you want to spend a week as someone of the opposite sex? There's a whole bunch of other ones, but let's focus on that one. It's just a week. I go back. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Why not? What would you do? I don't know. I don't know if I would do anything in, like, I think maybe what would be the most interesting to me is to go through my normal week and just see what seemed different or what thought processes I had related to that. It's like an anthropology experiment. Yes. Nobel Prize of Anthropology. And you don't even have to sacrifice. No, I don't even have to murder anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any Nobel Prize winners that have murdered someone? There have to be. (laughs) Really? I was going to go, well, no, but you went all in. You say that, though, it's like a thing that a lot of people do. Everybody's got a dark past. Even Nobel Prize winners. I feel like that kind of takes you out of the running. Maybe. No, All right. no. I see everyone is terrible. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh, that's too dark. Oh, Come on. We're already talking about murder okay. and astrophysics. This is Both really... are dark. Okay. You become... You become romantic. What number is it? Oh, sorry. 216. 216. Perfect. You become romantically involved with someone, but after a couple of years, realize you want out. What would you do if you were convinced that your lover would commit suicide if you left? Oh, God. I told you it was dark. You said do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I know. I know. Is there a right answer to this? Do they have an answer key in the Uh, back? Look. (laughs) 
because I want to know what I should do in this scenario. Because honestly, my impulse is still to leave. Well, I don't know how you couldn't. Right? Now we've because then yeah. you're stuck playing a role. Mm-hmm. And then you're miserable. Mm-hmm. That person is still miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, because they obviously have something wrong mm-hmm. that that would be the tipping point into suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to be cruel. I'm going to leave. Yeah. And then I'm also going to leave the number of a good therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be the route I would take too. Right? Like get a hold of a family member or something yes. and be like, "Hey, like, let's put this guy on alert, this yeah. woman on alert. Yeah. yeah. This is where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay. I told you it was dark. Jeez, Aaron. Oh, yeah. I know. Sorry. 216 Man. was a bugger. A doozy. Mm-hmm. Nope. These aren't working. Okay. <laughs> I had to do suicide, but you got That's fine. <laughs> no, it would, it would bring up terrible, okay. terrible questions. Okay. Um, okay. Number 060 or 60. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If you wanted to take a new and uncertain path in your life, but your friends really didn't want you to, would you go ahead against their wishes if you thought it was right for you? Huh. Yeah. I mean, if I was that self-assured, I think if I was looking for advice and they were like, I don't know, this is bad, I'd probably take put more stock in that but i was just like hey informational i'm doing this and they're like eh. i'd be like well i hope this new path that i find some new friends <laughs> this also assumes yeah that you like run all your decisions by other people yeah what is that. this i have like no. a panel of advisors that no. i have to go and get approved yeah no you do your own damn no. things i mean i can think of a few times that a panel of advisors probably would have helped <laughs> but <laughs> But I'm not going to commit to one. Right. Yeah. Part of life and part of being my friend is there's going to be some unexpected turns. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the joy. It is. Yeah. I think this is our fourth round. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, no. There was a lot of direct eye contact just now that was real unsettling. (laughs) It should be. Yeah. Oh, five oh. Also known as 50. Yep. (laughs) Why do they put a zero before it in this book? Okay. If it would have no negative impact on people's health, would you render everyone in the world sterile except during months in which they took a cheap, readily available fertility pill? How much do you think birth rates would drop if conceiving a child required such a deliberate act? What in the F? What? Right. I know. I don't even know. Okay. Well... Hmm. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Because a little known fact for a lot of you, uh, if a woman wants to, you know, get her tubes tied or make herself sterilized in some way, it's a hard path to get uh, to get that. Mm-hmm. And so this other way, where everyone automatically is right, and then you have to take steps to have a child. Mm-hmm. I I see no downside with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it would solve a lot of our current supposed morality crises too. Right? You know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm for it. I support that on zero five zero. Yeah. <laughs> Proposition zero five zero. We're gonna bring it to legislation. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number. Also, can I point out? Mm-hmm. The last time you asked a question, you folded back the cover of this book, and I wanted to smack it right out of your hands and then smack you in the face. 
Oh, you don't like it? No. I, it's my favorite thing to do. God, that makes me hate you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I stand by my cover cracking. I, it's my favorite oh. thing when I get to the middle of a book and I can crack it. God. It makes it mine. Oh, God. Take a possession. I feel like I don't even know you. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that whole paint on the advisor friends thing? <laughs> I'm going to keep cracking those spines. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm right. still your ride or die. Well, yeah. Okay. But beyond that. I know. I won't crack any of your spines. Okay. I don't do it to people's books I borrow. Good. Yeah. I would never do that. Man, that would cause... We would be at an impasse. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. And then all the listeners would suffer, Aaron. They would. Yeah. I won't do that. Think I promise. I else. promise. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. Nobel Prize of selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 241. Mm-hmm. If you were given $1 million to donate anonymously to a stranger or cause of your choice... How would you donate it? It actually says how you would dispose of it, but I prefer donate. Yeah, dispose is a weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, how would I donate that? That is interesting. It could be to a person or a cause. Yeah, an individual person or a cause. I think that I you know, my temptation is to divide it up, but then that also feels like, you know, you don't have as much of an impact as when it's like a large sum. But I think I would almost want to do something unexpected, like not just wholeheartedly, completely give it just to one place, just because, you know, sometimes that goes to administrative costs, things like that, which is needs to happen in all nonprofits. But I think what I would probably do is, you know, something weird, like pay off all of, you know, the doctor bills or do something like that, you know, where it... No one would know. It's just a surprise. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this bill's been taken care of. You know, like all, you know, somehow you determine all right. that. Something like that, probably. I like it. Mm-hmm. You'd be the anonymous donor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I would like it that way. I don't. Yeah, it would be weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. What would happen if um, one someone you knew outed you as the anonymous donor? I would deny it. You would. Yeah. Go down. Say nope. No. I'd be like, first of all, that's, I mean, that's very kind, but my Nobel Prize campaign's already over. So. <laughs> already got it. Already In my bathroom. In astrophysics. <laughs> why am I keeping it in the bathroom? <laughs> because why wouldn't you? I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Every morning I want to look at it and pump myself exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah. Get right I next get to there. the mirror. You mm-hmm. look at yourself. You look at your Nobel Prize. It'd be great if it was like the kind of thing that was like a trophy where it was hollow in the inside so I could store things in it. Oh, yeah. Like Q-tips. <laughs> Toothbrush holder. <laughs> I mean, I like things that are out on my counter. A combination yeah. Nobel Prize and caboodle. <laughs> yes. I'm in. Make it a caboodle and I will compete for the Nobel Prize. Erin just recently dove back into the world of caboodles. I did. I bought one. Yeah. not It's not plastic, though. They've updated. Well, it's that's an good because caboodle. we were teens when we used them. It's an adult caboodle. It's an adult one. I'm very excited With about it. With fine... Leather, a fine leather, and it the. I mean, I'm telling you, those little trays come out. Oh, terrific! Wow, maybe that. No, I would not donate a million caboodles. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not helpful to anyone. <laughs> oh, I think I have to go, don't I? You just oh, asked. Me oh, a sorry. Yeah. yeah, Amy was trying to get out. Of I was. It. I was yeah. trying to. I think this is a. Uh, should this be our last round? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What could someone figure out about you by the friends you've chosen? (laughs) That I'm awesome. (laughs) Well, hmm. 
they could figure out. Oh God. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. I've chosen some amazing people as yeah. my friends. You I know, think awesome the, covered it. Yeah, well. the yeah. two of us, mm-hmm. all the wonderful people that you know, I hang out with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same for you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yep. people would look at this group of wonderful people mm-hmm. and be like, they have some wit. Wit, good word. They have some pizzazz. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't either. This is something. Okay. I just pictured all of our friends in sequined jackets. I think that, yeah, that Mm -hmm. would be the case. Um, I have a um, (laughs) crew of people that I do a happy hour on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. I want us all to now get sequined jackets. You should. And hit the hotel bars. Okay. That's specific. (laughs) And everyone could see and also pass out our Broads and Books business cards so they know that we're associated oh, and yeah, we're representing. Yeah. We could probably get that in the sequence on the back. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I like it. Yeah. It actually wasn't what I was saying, but I went with it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. It's very confusing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to sum up, mm-hmm. I think that people would, by judging the people I surround myself with, think I'm a pretty cool person. Oh, Yeah. I have to say yes, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm surrounded. So, or one of the surroundees. <laughs> Not quite how you make that a word, but. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Erin, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Smile. Oh, all right. Oh. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> okay. Number 256. Mm-hmm. Speaking of friends, mm. when you are with your friends, mm-hmm. do your interactions include much hugging, kissing, rough, <laughs> what, <laughs> roughhousing, what? rubbing backs, or such? What? <laughs> what kind of question? <laughs> <Rough> <laughs> I didn't even know roughhousing was one word. <laughs> but also, there's a follow-up. <laughs> Would you like to have less or more of such touching? I love none of that ever. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, to get to the answer, so much roughhousing. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times I would come home bruised from a great friend outing. <laughs> right. Like every time we go to dinner, we're just, just, you know, knucklehead. <laughs> Punching each other in the arm. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah. Lots of back rubbing. Oh, Uh, that happens a lot. Every time Amy orders an appetizer, I'm like, let me give you a back rub. (laughs) You did real good on that ordering. Let me me rub that that back. Kink out for you. Um, No, I wouldn't say. I mean, I'm a hugger, but even that isn't like a, you know, all the time. Like. Kissing doesn't sound like no. something that happens. Roughhousing, nope. That would be weird. That would honestly throw me off. I'm very honestly just thrown by the fact <laughs> that this question is in the book, number 256, just so we can all clarify and confirm yeah. that this is here. Wow. housing. I mean, what does that look like? I don't know, but friends? you know what? I mean, hey, if some of our listeners are doing this, tell us what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, I'm tell open us to all it. About it. I'm not saying that sure. you shouldn't. I'm just saying for me as a personal choice, I would prefer not to be roughhoused. <laughs> 
generally, I prefer to live a non-roughhoused life. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I can't really think of a time that I've been roughhoused no. in, a, in a friend relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rubbing back snow, that would also kind of be, I don't know. I yeah. also like that they included after hugging, kissing, roughhousing, rubbing backs, and such opens the door oh you didn't tell me the and such yeah there's a lot of and such and so to answer the follow-up question more or less i like it to stay at the same amount it's good good uh neutral so i like that i'd like to keep it there (laughs) to keep it in that realm please oh boy all right well i think we learned a lot about each other we did we did maybe that was the goal of this book from gregory stock phd phd Well, certainly, we hope that you enjoyed this Broads and Books Extra. Remember that you can download a new episode of our podcast, Broads and Books, every Wednesday at broadsandbooks.com or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. And as always, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Happy reading. I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open. The dreams are, they're in me, and they're they're coming out of me, and... To me, I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. Their despair. I cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. (laughs) Because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D, Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.